Welcome, Abundant Babe. I have been waiting for you. And I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of spirituality and a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in the sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mentor, and coach. And my purpose is to help visionaries manifest everything they want through alignment, spirituality, and tangible strategy. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. What's up? It is Viola here. I'm so excited to have you back for another episode of the Abundant Babes podcast. And today you're in for a treat because one of my best friends ever is here. She is the amazing, stunning, gorgeous, talented, making a massive impact in the world, continuing to do epic, epic things all the time, continuing to grow and expand and show the world what's possible, leadership and wealth coach, Libby Wallace. Welcome. What an introduction, babe. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Oh my God. It's so good to have you back. Some of you might be like, oh, I recognize that name. Yes, you've heard Libby Wallace before. She was here on episode 15, where she talked a lot about her sober journey, which was really also just at the start of her business. And if you guys did not follow her back then when you were listening to the episode, you need to go check her out. What's your Instagram, Libby? It's, well, I've actually just changed it. It's at the spiritual CEO underscore Libby. The spiritual CEO underscore Libby. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you guys need to go follow her. She's just got a brand new Instagram, but, um, She's so cool. And if you have been following her, you'll notice like in the space of a year and a half that she's since she started her business or even less than that, she has friggin' blown it up, done so many amazing things. And she was actually my first ever long-term client, which was, um, and it was just so cool to see like out of anyone that I've met, like she's just so fierce with following her intuition and trusting the path that's laid out for her and just really going after things. And we're going to talk about some really, really fun things today. Um, Libby, would you like to share maybe just like your journey and your story? Like, just let's get to know you a little bit better since, you know, it's been a little while since you've been here. It's been a while. First of all, thank you so much for having me here and for being able to connect with your amazing abundant babes who are listening today. So, so, so excited to be here. Um, again, and like V said, like since it was, well, episode was more than a year ago that we, that we last Mm-hmm. created magic on the podcast and um yeah since then oh my gosh so, so I'll just give you a rundown as to what I currently do and a little bit about how I got to where I am right now so I'm currently living in Bali with my husband which is amazing like I'm just going to start with that because you can imagine like I'm just going to set the intention if you like to visualize right now just imagine some palm trees and just imagine a pool right outside just setting the intention for the energy that I live every single day and the reason I shared this is because it's not always been like this mm. and very far from it 
And so right now, like I work and I'm so excited about working with spiritual CEOs or ambitious spiritual CEOs and light leaders and people who are really here to make a difference in the world. And the way that I got to be here living in Bali and just, I, I, I literally every single morning, like pinch myself, like, oh my gosh, is this life? Is this actually life? And I realized it is, it is life and life is meant to be like this. And I know that feeling. <laughs> you're right. you, of course so you do. Amazing. Like you're, you're living it as well. And it's like, so yes, I guide people to understand their purpose and understand how they can make a magnificent impact in the world. But not so long ago, like only two years ago, I remember writing in my journal, it was two and a half years ago. No, hang on. What are we now? It's August, 2019. So just a little over two years ago, on my birthday, on my 27th birthday, I was writing in my journal, okay, dear universe, I am ready to step into my life purpose now. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That was before I knew anything about manifestation. I just knew that I liked to write things in my journal Pretty on my good birthday. intention though. <laughs> <laughs> so just over two years later, I have left left the corporate world, which to be honest, it was, it was amazing at the time, but I just got to a point in the corporate, I climbing the corporate ladder, I guess, where my soul was just like, no more. No, this just is not aligned. No, I, I, I could not even go into the office anymore. Like it was, it was physically showing up in my body. And so from that, from that moment, I, I was working with V at the time and I literally, leapt like leapt into my first online business which yeah. was sober coaching and oh my gosh that was like I, I was reflecting on this this morning actually I, I, I was gonna ask people the question like how many rebirths or how many transformations have you been through in your life mm -hmm. and I was reflecting on this like because I knew we were going to be talking today I was like that was probably one of the most pivotal moments in my business, obviously going full-time in my business when it didn't make sense to. Yep. The moment before that, the other pivotal time before that was when I decided to give up drinking. So I'll get you to go back and listen to the, the episode. Was it episode 15? Yeah, episode 15. Love episode Yourself 15. Sober, it was called. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Love Yourself Sober. And um, so I share more about that, but that was the other one. So the second, the massive transformation was going full-time in my business. And I feel like this is something that so many people aspire to do. And, you know, like you abundant babes, if you guys are listening right now and you're like, okay, I'm at that moment where I'm, I'm starting to, you know, understand a little, I'm starting to see and understand how I can create a full-time income or a full-time thing with what I'm doing here. I wasn't at that stage of my business. I did not know how I was going to create a full-time income. Mm -hmm. My husband was working and I was saying to him, like, I, I'm, I need to leave my job. I need to leave. I need to leave. I'm not, I just want to help people love themselves. I want to pe help people release the, release the alcohol from their body. And for me, now it's so much more than that, so much more. But back then that was what I was really, really passionate about. And Dane was going, how are we going to pay the mortgage? You can't leave your job. What, like, are you crazy? This is just, like, we just can't do that. No. Anyway, he could see how just unhappy, stressed, um, like so out of alignment I was. It was affecting our relationship. It was affecting every area of my life. And so he finally agreed 
um, it actually didn't take that long. Like I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this whole process was less than a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it was like 48 hours. Like, yeah, that's no, right. Yeah. yeah. But then you're like, B, I think you're like, Bali keeps coming up for me and I think I don't want to be at my job anymore. I'm like, well, you know, like what, what are we going to do? And you're like, I think I'm going to resign my job. And then within 48 hours of that, you were like, never even had to go back. Like your boss didn't even make you stay, stay for like, you know, the resignation period or anything. I, I couldn't honestly everything in me it was like I had a breakdown I literally had a breakdown and that was my soul's way of going you can't you just I like this <laughs> I won't go into it but it was like my soul was going you can't go back you can't go back and they could see that as well so yeah. I'm so grateful I'm so 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 grateful for that time in my life because that time in my life taught me when you have that intuitive nudge or in this case intuitive like push <laughs> like <laughs> massive push you just you have to take it you have to take it and so from that moment that was last April mm-hmm. oh my gosh like just over a year ago and for those of you who've read my book you are an abundant babe which if you haven't read it yet it's on Amazon go check it out um Amazing. I actually talk about Libby's story of leaving her job in my book in one of the chapters mm-hmm. her name's not Libby in the book but you'll recognize the story yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it was like, it's amazing to have in your book as well. And it's, it's like, you couldn't write it. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. You've got it in your book. Like mm-hmm. that was the sign from the universe. So from that moment in the space of just over a year, I have just taken leap after leap after leap of doing the scary stuff, selling all our stuff in New Zealand, moving to Bali. We got married um, and just helping people all around the world, like creating a global business and helping people all around the world is the most exciting to me and the most exciting thing in the world where you just realize that all the scary stuff that you've done and all the, all the, leaps of faith and all the challenges that you've been through. And now like I I look around, I'm like, I get to speak with people every single day from around the world who are wanting to do the same thing, who are wanting to scale their business to, you know, the, the sustainable income that they know that they need to create the life and make the impact that they know that they're here to make. And it's just, oh, I don't even know if that answers the question, but I just feel like there's so much passion coming through. I I love it. Yes. I love this because this is what it's all about. And I think that like so many of us can resonate regardless of where we're on in our journey. It's like the people that are really desiring that. And it's like, they're wanting to step into that, but they're at the stage where you were, where you had the fear, but then, you know, it's like, eventually you just have to take some sort of leap um, and, like full out commitment. And for not everyone, that means leaving your job straight away. You know, like for other people that could look like, um, just making the decision to put your services out there or announce what you're doing or start somewhere, you know, like that starting somewhere thing is so important as well. Like you said, you started with sober coaching cause that kind of really felt like where you were an expert, where you were most passionate and it's evolved into something so beautiful, which you're still essentially helping people do the same type of thing, which is like, let go of the bullshit things that are holding them back and all of these things to step into their highest level version of themselves. It's just an, an evolved version of that, you know, but it's like, if you hadn't started with that, you may have never come across what you're doing now. So you got to start somewhere. But then at the same time, even if like, you're further down the journey, you're further down the track. It's like, you can relate with that passion and that feeling of like, I know this feeling and it's like, I'm not even going to ever stop because it's the best feeling ever. <laughs> it's incredible. And that's you like, 
it, it does evolve. And I think as we step into alignment with our higher self and we really start to go, okay, this feels really good. This feels, it might feel scary to start with, but it feels really good. And when we keep like, I don't want to say chasing that feeling, but almost remaining in alignment with that feeling, that feeling of I am doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing. And it's now that I look back, I'm like, the dots keep connecting. Was it Steve Jobs that said that? Like the dots keep connecting, keep connecting. And now I realize like my career while I was in the tourism and travel industry, when I was in the corporate world, I was also incredible at like sales. And, and so now like when I teach sales, I'm like, actually I was doing this for like the majority of my time in the corporate career. But Uh, when I, when I left and when I went into my sober coaching business, I totally forgot that I was just so focused on, okay, this is the, this is the first step. This is the first step. This is the first step. And every time I go, okay, what next, what next, what next? I literally just take the steps that I'm intuitively guided to do. And that's, (laughs) that's it. I show up, show up. And I think when we It's like, what's your business strategy? Follow your intuition. (laughs) Like literally, (laughs) literally follow your intuition. And I'm so passionate about like helping people be liberated from the constraints of their mind and from the societal boxes that we seem to put ourselves in. Yeah. And that's it as well. Like, you know, when you follow your intuition, you're probably going to be doing something that has never been done before. (laughs) You're probably going to be doing something that others are going to go, what are you doing that for? It's so weird. (laughs) So weird. Oh my God, look at her. Look at what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And that is like where our mind starts to get a hold of it. And I, I, I'm so like, if there's one thing from today's episode, I know we've kind of only just started. I don't, I don't really know how long it's been, but um, there's one thing from today's episode that you take away is that your intuition knows best. And when you can start to listen to that and release the, the mind or the ego and the fears and really just trust your intuition, no matter what anyone else is saying, no matter what people are saying to you or what comments or they're giving you or energy they're giving you or anything like that, that's where, like, that's where the magic magic, magic, magic happens. Mm, Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I've had the same experience in so many times of my life. And it's so interesting as well, though, because even though I've had like, I just similar to you, you know, like I was a very much like leap if my intuition is telling me to. And I've done that many times in my life, but it's still interesting because there's definitely layers to that as well. You know, like you overcome this aspect of like people's judgment around you, even doing your business. And then you, then you work through the fear of what you're talking about in your business. And then you work through the fear of like the next thing, there's like always another level. Um, but I think one of the ways that I always talk about this as well is like understanding to reframe those thoughts in our mind, because when, when those thoughts come into our mind and we believe them as truth then they become truth in our lives right? Like that's how we create a reality is by, by just like choosing, like the thoughts we have create that reality for us because whether you believe that, you know, what is it a saying or a quote on its own, like that we create our own reality, you can do it, look at it that way. But also if you even look at it from like a psychological perspective, if we believe something to be true, then we're going to act differently or act in accordance to that belief. Just like if you think it's scary to jump off a building, which most people would, they're not going to jump off a building. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas if you think 
jumping off like with a bungee cord attached to you seems like fun, you're going to do that, right? Crazy, crazy yeah. people. <laughs> I know, crazy people for sure. <laughs> I, I'm like totally an adrenaline junkie, loves that stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm never going bungee jumping, ever. <laughs> but I, don't, it's, I was talking about this day because we're actually going to a theme park. And um, I, I'm okay with like any ride except the ones that where you fall. I'm just like, I'm not okay with those. Anyway, total side point. <laughs> my point is understanding that if we allow those thoughts to come up and we actually understand that most times thoughts don't come up because they're showing us a reality. They're not showing us what's true. They're showing us what we're working through in order to have what we want. Then it's a completely different way of looking at it. It's like if you start thinking about launching a program or talking about a topic that kind of feels scary for you to talk about publicly or launching your business or whatever it might be. It's like, if you do that and then the fears start coming up of, Oh, but my mom said this to me and my teacher said that to me once and, um, blah, 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 blah. Then it's like clearly showing you that in order for you to have that thing that you want right now, you have to move through the fear of what other people are saying about you and just really own what your soul is asking you to do right now. Mm -hmm. And when you reframe it that way, then it's like, okay, well, do I want to believe this thought right now or not? And then you can mm -hmm. move on with that. Like if, if it's easier for you to stay safe and comfortable and not change that thing in your life and not move through that fear, then okay, you can keep believing mm -hmm. it. But if mm -hmm. you are like, screw that, I want liberation, I want freedom, I want fulfillment, I want wealth, I want all the things, then okay, you've got to choose a new thought and move forward act, and, and act upon that new thought, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And I still like, I call it dating yourself, like really get to know yourself. What do you, what feels really, really good. And with those thoughts as well, like when something doesn't feel good, it's normally not your trip. It's normally not actually you. It's just a thought that you've picked up from somewhere. And so you always know whether a thought is yours or not, because your own thoughts actually feel really damn good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the thought that says you can do this. Imagine if you were living your dream life. Imagine if you could do that. Imagine if you could, were able to, you know, write the book or post that image on social media or that writing on social media. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but then the, the thoughts or the programming that we, when we're conscious of them and aware of them, the thoughts that say like, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. Who are you to be saying that? What are you, you know, all of that. When we start to really tap into, and this is why I love, like for me personally now, why I love being sober because I'm such a clear channel and have so much awareness around my thoughts that as soon as those thoughts come in, that they just don't make me feel good. I'm not saying I'm an expert at this by any means, <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying, I'm learning to master it. This is one of my biggest goals is really learning to master these so that as soon as those, those lower vibrational thoughts come in you catch them immediately and you come back to or oh, hang on how can I turn this into a really good thing how can I turn this into a positive experience and that's not to say that we disregard our emotions or feelings yeah. I think that and I think that's that is the massive um, I can't think of the word right now, but the, the, the misbalance in a lot of the spiritual community is that everything misconception, is misconception. Yeah. Yes. Misconception. Yeah. It's like this, this, yes, your feelings and emotions are guiding you to your truth. You know, like if something doesn't feel good or if something is frustrating, you might get that emotion of anger or frustration or, or hurt that's guiding you to deeper levels of your subconscious, what's actually going on under the surface. The way you think about it is, is very different than the, emo than the emotion. They're not, 
Mm-hmm. It's almost like we think that they, they go hand in hand, but in actual fact that you can still be angry but have positive thoughts or go, okay, I'm feeling angry right now. I know this is an emotion. And for me personally, like anger is something I've worked on throughout mm-hmm. my life and not so much now, like I've processed a lot of it, mm-hmm. but now I go, okay, like I'm a really positive, per- I'm a really happy, positive person. And I used to get, you know, I'm just the same as you, V, like, oh, you're so happy and too positive, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to my world. But I still get anger. Like I still, and so w- whenever I get angry now, I, co- I go, okay, okay, I'm, f- I'm, feeling, I'm feeling angry at this. Why am I feeling angry? Mm-hmm. All right, how am I going to process this? And we're st- like, we're still human. We still have these emotions. So rather than what I used to do, which was lashing out and go punch something. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. When I was drunk, I used to punch things, not people, but things for sure. <laughs> I'm a little bit more civilized now. <laughs> so whenever I get like huge amounts of anger coming up, it's like simply either exercising, going to the gym and doing a hard workout and releasing that energy that's stored in my body. But my thoughts my thoughts, I'm still maintaining them and going, I'm releasing this, I'm angry at this. Sometimes I'll, you know, say out loud what I want to say to the, I don't feel like I should say that, but you know, if something's something's really angry and I really want to say it, I'll say it. But I I come back to, to love, to, to trust, to, to joy, Mm -hmm. but I still process. I think that's, that's the disconnect. That was the word, that was the word I was looking for, but when we can understand the difference between our emotions, feelings, and thoughts and really start to like harness the, the beauty of each of those different elements of what it is to be human, oh, my God, everything changes. Like the way that you show up as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a partner, as a friend, like, mm. oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I so agree with you. And I think that's um, it's such an important topic because – where um, like positivity isn't suppressing your emotions. It's not being like, it's fine. It's fine with the house on fire. Like, you know, that meme, it's like the little <laughs> like dog or whatever sitting in a burning house. And it's like, this is fine. That is not positivity at all. That's just like blatant disregard yeah. and it's suppression. It's all the things that actually build up. Like if we think we can just ignore shit in our life and be happier, it's not how it works, but it's exactly yeah. what, like what you just said. Like you know, a couple months ago, like, or even a month ago, like we had a really hard situation. Um, Mm -hmm. both of us like had an experience and it was like, um, the whole time it was like, it was feeling the hurt, feeling the frustration, Mm -hmm. feeling all of these things and allowing, like from my perspective anyway, Mm -hmm. like I'm allowing myself to feel these things, but at the same time I'm going, this is happening for me. You know, like I made a massive request to the universe the week before this happened to me. (laughs) I was like, universe, this is my mega big goal. I am so ready. Show me what I need to do. And then this thing happens and it would have been really easy to one, be like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And suppress that. On the other hand, it would have been really fine to be like, "Wait, this sucks. Like everything's hard. But instead it's like processing the emotions, let, like talking about it. If I need to talk about it with a coach or a trusted friend or something. But then um, on the other hand, understanding that this isn't devastation. This isn't a bad thing. This isn't actually happening to, to ruin me or that I'm not cut out for this. It's understanding that this is what's making me um, who I need to be to keep growing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like having this like complete emotional intelligence while still feeling all of the emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. that's exactly what it is as well it's addressing everything and it's so it's a be- it's so beautiful and I, I re- like a couple of years ago and this is an experience and it just touches on that as well like my when I was in my 
early days of sobriety, my cat or my new kitten died. She got hit by a car. And I was so devastated with grief, right? And I was so, but at the same time, I was so grateful that, first of all, I was experiencing grief sober. Yeah. And then also that the, the kindergarten kids who found my cat were getting an experience of what, you know, of how to deal with a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I remember in that moment, that was a really pivotal moment for me because again, like having that, just being such a clear channel and having such deep awareness of my thoughts and the difference between emotions and feelings and thoughts really has allowed me to just tap into that deeper and deeper and deeper as I go on my entrepreneurial journey. Yep. And the same thing, like that, that, that experience a few weeks ago, um, I, I, same thing, I asked the universe, show me what I've got to do. I'm ready for my next level. Show me what I've got to do. That came up. And this week alone, I'm not kidding you, I have had four opportunities that could have felt, you know, in the past, they might have destroyed me. But this time I'm like, thank you so much, universe. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for showing me where I need to step up, where I've got opportunities for growth and showing me how I do it. In each of these situations, I was like, I don't even know how to handle this right now. Like I honestly, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know, <laughs> but I knew that I would be given and I knew that I'd be fine. And I it, it, mm-hmm. processing the emotion and allowing myself to feel it. Same thing and going at the same time, okay, mm-hmm. this, this is challenging, but thank you so much. Like yeah. I know that this is amazing. Exactly. And it's like, you know, yeah. sending love to the situation and like doing all the things we know on a spiritual and energetic um, level, that's the right mm-hmm. thing to be doing, but it doesn't mean you can't feel sad. It doesn't mean you can't be angry. It doesn't mean any of those things, you know, like, and then that is so hugely misunderstood. And um, I agree. Like I, I call this like whole umbrellas a lot, like emotional intelligence is really mm-hmm. what it comes down to, but it's mm-hmm. also such a huge and expanding topic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to ask, because while, while I have you here, I know that you said already a few times that um, making a magnificent, massive impact is like a huge mm-hmm. part of what you really love showing people what to do. And I feel mm-hmm. like everything we've talked about so far is kind of like a window into that and like yeah. an understanding of that. But can you talk to me a little bit more about what that means and like what you love so much about sharing, sharing this message? Mm, and so just on that, like, so, so one of my biggest beliefs is that every single person is here to make a magnificent impact in their own way, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, whether it's to impact millions of people, whether it's to impact one person, mm-hmm. but that I, I truly believe like that, that will only happen in the best way for all parties involved when we're truly owning who we are at the core of who we are. Yes. And that's why I talk a lot about like courage and like having the courage to show up and do the things and you know, not listen to, not listen to the fears like we've just talked about, but making a magnificent impact in your most aligned way. And that means not necessarily following the crowd. It means following your intuition and really understand like, what do you want from your life? What do you want from your business? What do you want to be as a leader? How do you want to be leaving an impact? How do you want to make people feel? How do you want to feel? And so by really starting to dig deep, And understand, you know, like, what are your expectations of your life? What are your expectations of of the impact that you're leaving on this world? And the more you can start to create awareness and and sort of vision cast into the future, and I always think a really great exercise to do around this, if you don't do it now, then I suggest doing it today or like straight after this episode, is going into that space when you're 
a hundred years old. It's your hundredth birthday party. You've got all of your favorite family and friends around. And what are you celebrating? What are you looking back on? What are you most proud of? Who's around you? And really going, okay, that's, that's what's most important. That's what's most important for my life. And from there, creating values. So when you can see yourself at 100 years old, see who's around you, see what, you know, what magnificent impact you've just left in the world and in your life and in your family and friends and all the people who come into contact with you on the planet and the animals and, and go, okay, what are my values? What do I actually value? Mm-hmm. And then from there going, okay, are my decisions currently or is my life currently in alignment with those values? Mm-hmm. If it is, it's <laughs> awesome. If not, then really start to ask yourself, first of all, why, but do your best to get rid of everything that's not in alignment with those values. Yeah. Whether it's, and, and it sounds really harsh, and I, I've taken a couple of years to get my head around this concept of releasing people that are not in alignment. Like that for me is the hardest one because I love people. Like, people like I'm here to make an impact on people other people are here to make an impact on the planet or on the animals like you know and our sole purpose it's always people planet or animals or all three but predominantly normally one one or the other um and so by releasing people that are not in line with my values or not not in alignment with with my new levels that I'm stepping into that is that's you know it's challenging what we got to let go of is challenging it's not you know it's, it's it's part of it but the more you can live in alignment with your own values and be okay that your values are probably going to be different than everyone else's values that you know, that is where the world is going to start to change. Because when we truly follow, oh, I'm covered in goosebumps as I'm speaking this, <laughs> when we truly start to follow our own values because we can see the direction that we want to be taking our life and we know that by following those values and doing what is in alignment with those values and nothing else, nothing more, nothing less, we are going to be making an impact in our most aligned way. We are going to create so much love not only in our own lives and even when we do it in our own lives, it's going to have a natural ripple effect already without, yeah. without any additional work. Yeah. And oh, just when people are aligned and happy and inspired, you know, like the people, I've got people who are like, you know, I'm talking to and they're wanting to like create machines to save the ocean and like these incredible things, but we can only do them when we're inspired and happy. And that comes from living in alignment with our true selves with our higher self and that from there that's where we make our magnificent impact Mm -hmm. I love that (laughs) I love that and I love that exercise of looking back as well like I often think about that actually Mm -hmm. and I remember um uh watching like a youtube video with an interview of a lady who worked um I don't remember the exact terminology of it but her job was like she took care of people right before they were gonna die um, as a nurse mm -hmm. And she actually wrote a book about it and it was called like the, uh, I can't remember it exactly, but it was something about the five biggest regrets or something. It was called. Five regrets of the dying. Yes, that's it. Five regrets of the dying. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also today I just hung out with a friend who um, does like occupational therapy work, but she also works with the elderly, like quite old people. So they're not necessarily like on their deathbed, but they're older. They're like in retirement years and stuff. And she said the same thing that every single one of them are like, 
just do what you want. Don't care about what people think, say what you want, do what you want, live your life. Like every single one of them are like, if I just cared less about that kind of stuff when I was younger, my life would look so different right now. And mm. the same with this book, it's like the biggest regrets for people are like that I didn't take that chance, that I didn't try that out, that I didn't um, connect with my family more, that I didn't um, hold like more of a standard to this and this and this that I have. Mm. And I think about that so often because I, I've always been a big picture, picture thinker. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's always like, is this something that I really want to do with my life? Mm -hmm. And I get so emotional about thinking of not only myself, but I, I feel this for other people so deeply as well, of them looking back at their life and feeling that level of regret, because mm -hmm. that is just so sad. Like, so sad. That is like gut wrenching stuff. Mm. And, but the alternative is you can look back and be filled with gratitude. You can be filled with love. You can be filled with like everything that's important to you that you know that in your own way, you made an impact that in your own way, you got to live and enjoy the things that you want to enjoy in your life. And it doesn't matter if people on your Facebook are commenting, you shouldn't care about money, you know, or people are saying what you do is not cool. Like, like which we've all, I mean, many of us who are in business have had experiences of people having that sort of reaction to um, living in a big way, right? Yeah. Like living on purpose with our values and on purpose with um, our purpose. Yeah. Um, because for some people, it's extremely triggering who haven't moved through that um, level of whatever's in their way, you know, to, to truly be liberated into that space. Mm -hmm. um, but that is like one of the most powerful things you can do. And, and do you find like, I have this question because I've definitely noticed this for myself is like at the core of when I envision my future and like my main values and that kind of thing, like a big ones for me are like, um, being able to have truly, truly, truly experienced life with no, um, compromise and family and connection, like love and connection, like the love that I have for the people that I love. Yeah. And those are probably the two biggest ones and knowing that I lived in integrity and all the things. And so it's like those core things are still similar, but I also find that, um, when I do this, um, multiple times, like I like to review these types of things and my goals. And like, I'm often thinking like, how can I align more? How can I, you know, mm -hmm. shift more into my purpose? It's like when I, um, do this exercise, it's almost like every time I do it, there's like an evolved state of it. Yeah. Yeah. And part of me thinks it's because, um, we're only seeing the world through our eyes. And although we do have connection to our higher self and source who can show us the guiding feelings, the guiding images and all of those things to move us on the right path. I think sometimes as like we grow, we start to open our mind up to possibilities that we couldn't have seen before. So that way it evolves. Like, do you find that for yourself as well? So much. And it's the same thing. Like I feel like my values have always been, always been there under the surface. They're much more evolved now, obviously. Um, and same thing, like my, my, like family and my mission are my two biggest ones and whatever that means. Like, you know, I, I can only see what I can see right now. Like you said, like you can only see things from your perspective, from your perspective. And I know that the universe, you know, is going to show me what I got to do next and what more is in my mission that I can't currently see and, you know, all the amazing stuff, but <laughs> share with you a really funny story. And I think it's just such a beautiful like example of how things do evolve is when I, like when Dave, my husband and I first met, he was like, what's, you know, we were talking about our goals for life and, you know, what's your biggest goal for life? And I said, like, my biggest goal for my life <laughs> is to always have fun. Yes. Like, he was like, no, like 
that's not a goal. You got to have a better goal than that. I was like, that's my goal. I just always want to have fun. And back then it meant like partying every weekend, you know, taking a shit ton of drugs, like so different than now. And while at the same time, like I still, I love travel back then. I still love travel now, but fun, fun doesn't necessarily mean it's like, it used to be so light and fluffy, but now it's like, okay, right now this is challenging and it doesn't feel fun, but I know it's going to lead me to more fun for, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, (laughs) the things that we do and the things that we experience. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, it's just a, you know, it's a a price to pay or you still have fun while doing it or still see the fun side. So it's almost like that's the core thing that's always been there, Mm -hmm. but it's evolved so deeply. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I think that's like the perfect example because it shows it's like still possibly the same value, but what it means to us and how it's expressed evolves. Oh, so much, so much. And you think about like, you know, who you were even five years ago, even two years ago, mm-hmm. in the amount that you've evolved, of course your values are going to evolve as well. And so I think people go, oh, hang on, I'm, you know, they make decisions and go, oh, hang on, but that's my value, you know, that's my value. But without reassessing your values in terms of how much you've grown and how much you've changed, mm-hmm. you, that, that's sometimes a box that we can accidentally start putting ourselves in if we go, yeah. oh, hang on. But, you know, is it, was it, this version of you or the future version of you that's made these values or a past version of you. Yeah. I think that's really important to, um, to just touch on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think like a really good example, another example <laughs> of this is like, when you think about when you're a child, like what you wanted to be, when you grow up, like you hear, it's like such cute stories, you know, like I, I heard the story of this like kid who wanted to be a garbage truck man when he grew up and they're like, why? And he's like, oh, because they only work on Tuesdays. <laughs> you know, it's like such an innocent thought process. <laughs> when I was young, I like, I mean, I've always had like crazy big and evolving goals. You know, I want, when, apparently when I was a kid, I wanted to be a millionaire when I was four. And then I wanted to be a princess. And then I wanted to be an actor and then a singer and like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And when you're young, it's like, that's all you understand though. You know, and kids that say they want to be an astronaut, or they want to do this. It's like, from our perspective, that's what our like future looks like. But a lot of the times when a child is making a decision or has that thought process, it's not because they think taking out garbage is going to be super fun. It's like they have like mm-hmm. an energy or vibe around that thing mm-hmm. that really attracts them. And that can then lead them, you know, lead you in the right direction. So it's the same thing. Like, when I um, first envisioned my business, it's like, I could see things that I wanted to do, but I didn't know the exact thing or even a lot of the things that I thought I would be doing, I ended up doing at different points in my journey. Like for example, a book, I didn't think I'd have for like 10, 20 years. And here I am with a published book. And then other things that I thought I'd be doing way early on, just, you know, either don't feel as aligned anymore or they haven't happened yet. And I think this is the importance of acting on your desires, acting on your intuition when it comes up because you're shown things because it's the, the thing for you to see the thing for you, for you to like um, be called towards at this point in your life. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily the end, end result because mm-hmm. I never knew what a coach was growing up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, how was I going to know I'd love coaching and I'd be like doing one-on-one coaching and group coaching and all of these things. Like I would have never been able to guess that when I was, you know, career choosing, Mm. Um, but it's, it uh, evolved and it became a part of my journey because I was willing to take action and move forward with all of those things 
if you just sit and you wait and you think it needs to be perfect or it needs to be the thing that you for sure are going to want to do forever or whatever, it's like you're going to miss so many opportunities of growth mm-hmm. and evolution and mm-hmm. while you're staying the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's it's on that as well. Like you want to be a princess and a millionaire, all these amazing things. My first response, my parents, like I was too young to remember, but my parents always told me, like a friend of theirs, I must have been about three, a friend of theirs asked, like, and my name was, you know, my full name is Elizabeth. So they said, Elizabeth, what are you going to do or what do you want to be when you grow up? And I looked at them like, what a silly question, an adult? <laughs> I just think it like epitomizes because my like another one of my biggest goals is to just be the best me that I can be. Mm-hmm. And like back then, I clearly knew that. Like, well, what are you going to be when you're growing up? Well, adult. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just me. That's what I am. I'm not going to be. I'm just going to be me. <laughs> so it's like I've always known that the more, and I think this is so cool as well. Um, you know, the the more you you are, the more your message and your light shines. And that's you know, it's what I aspire to do: to be the best you that you can do every day. And yeah. yeah. And that's legit it though, because if, if you try to be, I know it's like this cliche thing. It's like, if you try to be anyone else, like the whole of the world needs you, but it's so fucking true because literally you came to this world with a specific energy signature. Do you think that your soul was just like, eh, I'll just be a carbon copy of someone where, you know, my message isn't really important on earth. Hell mm-hmm. freaking no. <laughs> but this is also why when I like do business coaching or my programs as well. It's like, yeah, cool. We can talk about strategy. Yeah, cool. We can talk about, um, all of these incredible, um, like knowledge based things or understandings, um, or creative ideas or what's worked for people before and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's like your uniqueness, your ability to be able to think outside of the box and create from your soul and just really show up and a hundred percent you is actually what's going to be your like key to success. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so much, yes. I couldn't agree with that more. I call it like, it's part of literally, and if you are in business or you're stepping into business entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurship, that's a word, entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. <laughs> um, the, the, it's like, the num- for me, it's the number one sales strategy in energetic marketing. And I noticed as when I was reflecting on like my sales career and I always did really well when I was in sales, and now it's like, okay, how's my business expanded so much? Like, that's probably the, the biggest question that I get asked. Like, how's your business expanded so much in such a short time? And I'm thinking of, you know, I've written down all the things that I've done. And, you know, that's what I teach, you know, it's like teach a lot of it. But the number one thing at the core of all of it is I just show up as the best me. That's like, and it sounds too simple to be true. And it is. It's like. <laughs> the easiest thing to do is the easiest thing not to do, right? Like it's so fucking simple. You think there needs to be the secret recipe and blah, blah, blah. When actually it's like, no, if you just truly committed to that, you truly committed to working through the mind chatter that's telling you you aren't good enough or that you should be more like this or that that person idea is so much better than yours. And there's already too many of this on the market. Like if you just got over that and you're just like, I'm just going to show up as me. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. in my best space, like what you said as well, this is why this mastery of yourself is so important is because success isn't just having a really good thing to sell. It's not just, um, mm-hmm. you know, showing up, although showing up is, you know, they say 80% of the, the journey, but it's like, um, why I believe in such a holistic perspective of success. It's like, you're mm-hmm. your best you when you um, notice if you're feeling out of alignment, it's like, how are you doing physically? Like, are you sleeping? Are you drinking enough water? Are you eating enough? Are you mm-hmm. eating the right foods? Like, are you exercising? Like these kinds of things to take care of your body. And then it's like, are you nurturing your mind? Are you nurturing your spirituality? And mm-hmm. through that, 
um, that's how you can keep showing like, and quickly keep evolving that best version of you, you know? Yeah, that's, and that's exactly, I always have the, that's why I talk about like wealth and wealth is not, you know, it's not like how to make money. It's a tiny, tiny part of it, but it's the element and the, the combination of a balance of mind, body, soul, and then money. It's like money's the byproduct. Money's the, the end result of that alignment of mind, body, soul. And if you're out oh, of yeah. Mind, yeah. Like that just hit me what you said, like money's the byproduct. Like I could not believe that to be any more true because anytime I've ever made like a how I'm going to make 10K or how I'm going to hit this income goal, it's like, wow, wow. But it wouldn't yeah. just been focused on pure embodiment, fun, like mm-hmm. flow, like that's where this stuff just happens. And I like double my income and I'm like, Oh, yeah. how did that happen? And I can't like, even answer you. <laughs> I've been doing literally the same things just energetically. Obviously I was in the right alignment to receive them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, 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 I feel like we could do a whole episode on that. I don't know how long we've got. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. This has been so cool. We've talked about like literally the coolest things and it's so cool to have you back talking about like everything that's going on for you at this point. Um, so if people want to connect with you more, where can they find you? Like where's the best places for them to connect with you? On Facebook, I hang out there a lot. Um, so Libby Wallace or Libby Wallace Robertson. And on my website, libbywallace.com and on Instagram, the spiritual CEO underscore Libby. Amazing. Um, And before we finish off, are there any last words that you want to leave the audience with? Like anything that you feel is a message from your soul to theirs? Oh, I'm just going to tune in if that's all right. I'm just going to tune in, just deliver a message from my guides that someone needs to hear. Celebrate the fact that you are human. Remember that you came in to incarnate in this life because you chose to be the leader that you came into this life to be. You are wonderful and you're magnificent and you're not just human. You are human. How amazing is that? Remember to celebrate life. Remember to celebrate being human. There are so many people, energies around you, supporting you, your angels, your guides, your higher self is is always, always, always with you. The universe is always supporting you. And so the, the message that is coming through for us today is to remember we're not just human. We are human and it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's magnificent. I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been mega fun. And to the listeners, I love you. Please, if you took anything away from this episode, send Libby or myself a message. We can always continue the conversation about anything we talked about on the podcast over on my Facebook group, Abundant Babes, A Home for the Visionary. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. I honor it. And I'm so grateful you're here. I'll see you next week on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Abundant Babes. And I'll see you soon. (laughs) Connect with you so hopefully. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks for having me. Bye.